you gotta crack some eggs to make an omelet, right? Let's not call it a failure. Let's call it you didn't fully succeed. Hi, I'm Josh. And I'm Kira, and we're living Living at at home. home. Hey, Joshy. Hey, Kira. What's up? Oh, you know, it's uh, the winter solstice, the day that we're recording. So I'm very happy. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, so it's the shortest day of the year. Tea God, the days are going to start getting longer. We have hope again. (laughs) Supposedly, yeah. I woke up, I had to get up early this morning, and it was still dark out for the first hour that I was awake. Mm-hmm. And boy, does that bum me out. But, you know, then you get to see the sunrise, you get the whole day. It's beautiful. But I'm very excited for longer days starting very, very soon. Yeah. Yeah. What's new with you, dude? I haven't seen you in days. Oh, I've just been working. I'm finishing up at this current job because I'm starting my new previous job. So uh, I've just been working late. Yeah. Yeah, you're working hard so that you can take a break before you start working hard again. Yep. Going to take a few days off, maybe almost a week. It's going to be nice. Nice. I'm so excited for you that you get to go back to your job that you lost at the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to be making above minimum wage. Yeah. So uh, that'll be good for you. That's going to be great. Mm-hmm. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I chilled really hard this weekend, which I haven't been doing. So I was like, okay, instead of spreading out my to do list for two days, I'm just going to relax and then kind of have a few hours where I get everything done. And that worked out much better. So I'm feeling well rested this week. And I was surprised to learn last week that um, in between Christmas and New Year's, I'm going to have off from work. So looking forward to recharging because I've been feeling a little bit burnt out and I felt sort of silly admitting that to myself because Mm -hmm. I only work part-time. But then I was talking to someone and they said, hey, you remember that pandemic and how that's really traumatic and terrible things are constantly happening? (laughs) And I also, the subject matter of my job, which has to do with the climate crisis, I think I'd been doing a pretty good job of sort of not thinking too hard about it and Mm -hmm. seeing things that were happening in the world as good content because I do communications, like I do like digital for this organization. And then I read this article a couple weeks ago about psychic numbing in -hmm. relationship to the uh, COVID crisis and the fact that, you know, we hear these numbers about people dying and it's enormous numbers, you know, 300,000 in the US, and people kind of don't have a reaction to that information anymore. But it's this thing, it's not a moral failing, it's this thing psychic numbing, which is basically, you know, your brain's way of coping with the world so that you cannot be emotionally devastated all the time. But I realized I was doing that with the climate crisis, and then the veil, you know, was kind of lifted. And I've been feeling feeling the things that I have to read about every day more deeply. So that's just sort of been, I'm a little burnt out and I'm looking forward to taking a break, essentially. Yeah, that's uh, that's got to be hard to read about all day. When I was doing research for a wind energy class, it, it was just bad news after bad news. Yeah. 
I mean, that's the thing. It's there's no shortage of content. <laughs> um, yeah, because I spend you know an hour to an hour and a half every day reading articles about the climate crisis and then writing about them, basically. Mm-hmm. And there's always new stuff every day. <laughs> there's always a glacier melting. You know, there's always a community being poisoned by toxins. So yeah, it's all yeah. the government. It's not not good out there, but we have hope. We have to have hope, or else you know we're all just going to die point? on this, yeah. this fiery, fiery ball. If you're not hopeful, then what's the point of going forward? Well, okay. Even if you aren't hopeful, you know, still hang in there because <laughs> you could find hope. You can find hope always. Yeah. You could be hopeful that you find hope too, except weren't you hopeful all along? Mm, that's such a beautiful point, Joshua. That's the real meaning of Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been told. Yeah. Well, I'm super excited about this episode, to be honest. Where yeah. This is, this is part one of our two-part season finale. We're going to wrap up the season before the end of the year, and then we're going to take a little break, you know, regroup. Mm-hmm. So that we can come back bigger and better than ever. Yeah. Maybe you'll get good enough at base where we can write our own intro. That's true. Oh, yeah. Have I said on the podcast that I bought a base? I don't know. <laughs> I bought a base. It's not here yet. It's not. so Yeah. So I might. I, I have a friend who said, hey, why don't you just take my old base? I'll ship it to you. And then you just replace the neck. So. Is that what's happening? I, I don't know. I haven't decided yet. We were talking. How do you replace a neck? You just go to a place, I think. And is it our common friend? Or you know no. someone else with a base? Oh, okay. Someone else that you know that's not necessarily a mutual friend. Gotcha. So, yeah, but I haven't decided what I'm going to do yet because I really liked the base that I ordered. Mostly just because of the color. Whatever. Sue me. It's beautiful. Okay? But <laughs> I'm really excited. Yeah, so I will. Um, I'll write our theme song. Whatever. No big deal. I'll learn an instrument too. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> so what we wanted to do in anticipation of the end of the year, Josh, do you mind if I just get right into this? Because I'm so darn excited about our topic. Sure. We, you know, it's New Year's resolution time, blah, blah, blah. And I know that's sort of a, it's contentious because people feel like, why wait until January 1st, yada, yada, yada. But I think any opportunity you can take to think about your goals and how you can go about achieving them. I think that's a great thing. So in this episode, we're going to talk about how to set a goal, our tips and tricks, our own experiences with that. And you know what? We're really not experts on anything, mm-hmm. to be honest. And then in the next episode, we're going to talk about kind of do a quick little look back on 2020. Not too much because that's a bummer. <laughs> but we're going to talk about what we want to do in 2021 and see if we can follow our own advice in terms of how to set goals. Does that sound does that sound right, Josh? Yeah. Awesome. So, Josh, how do you think you're good at setting goals? What's your experience with that? I'm good at setting short-term goals, not long-term goals. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That's interesting. Can you give an example of a short-term goal that you've had lately? A short-term goal would be what is on my grocery list. No. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, short-term goals would be like tidying up this one part of my house mm-hmm. or living in this one part of my house mm-hmm. or going out and then remembering I have to go see my house. Yeah. <laughs> COVID's been quite a year. Yeah. Yeah. No, different goals would be like, oh, I want to 
get something up and running. So like I one of my short term goals right now is to take apart one of my 3D printers and get it working again so I can start making mm-hmm. things again. Mm-hmm. And short term for me means it should happen within the next two to three months. Okay, cool. Cool. Another one would be I'm trying to eat different foods. Mm-hmm. So a short-term goal can become a long-term goal in that it takes too long for me. <laughs> I feel like a lot of your goals are very concrete, which I think is good. Yeah. I j- so I've, I've got a question for you, actually. Yeah. So when you're setting a goal, are you a person that likes to set a goal that is a reach and you might not succeed in this goal, and but you're happy afterwards for having tried? Mm-hmm. even if you don't succeed? Or are you a person that knows your own shortcomings and or your own expectations of yourself and set your goals accordingly to that so you can succeed at them and feel however you will about that? Maybe a sense of success one might feel. So I would say my style is sort of, I think sometimes I'll think in terms of sort of like abstract top line goals. For example, you know, the classic, be more healthy or whatever. Okay. And then my overall tip, one of my big tips for goal setting, which I think is a pretty common one, and I found very helpful is that, you know, you have your big goal. And I think one of the reasons why we feel like we quote unquote fail is because we don't have a roadmap for how we're going to achieve that goal. So big top line, maybe abstract goal, and then having sort of monthly, weekly, daily behaviors that will help you achieve that goal so really you might not achieve that thing because it might be you're really shooting for the stars but having done those smaller tasks will be an accomplishment unto itself let's not call it a failure let's call it you didn't fully succeed (laughs) yeah okay that's fair but i think one of my biggest tips and one of the ways how i've like sort of started seeing goals in this way i really like this thing i really like having a planner just for Mm -hmm. my own organization like remembering my to-do list and also my schedule i just you know and i think this is a common thing with folks like you remember people remember things better if they handwrite them Mm -hmm. and i use this planner called the passion planner and it's focused around following your passions and achieving goals and so it's you know checking in on what you're doing every day every week and every month to achieve your goals is built into it so I think that really changed my perspective. And you don't need to go out and buy this thing. I mean, I love it. And I would so recommend it. So it's a physical planner? Yeah, it's, a phys- it's sitting on my desk right now next to me. It's a physical planner. And it has places for you to check in on like what you're focusing on that week. Or there's places for reflection on the month before and things you're proud of that you've accomplished and things you want to work on the next month. So I think making, you know, sort of having bite-sized goals that are part of your bigger goal is what's really helpful for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that reminds me of when I was at school, I was seeing a uh, psychologist or the oh. counselor, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, um, so uh, I, I they were telling me like, oh, so h- what? how do you feel about your current class? And I'm like, well, having taken a year off, I uh, have decided that... Uh, or I've noticed that a lot of the things that I've been taught very heavily at school don't really apply to the real world. Mm. Especially, like even the as an engineer, like all these engineering concepts, they you get out of school and they teach you that 
you don't really need to know anything. You just need to have a sense that you can learn something. Mm-hmm. And I said, so it kind of, it's it's a little annoying having to go through all these classes. And it's just not something I want to do. It's something I will do, but it's not something I want to do. And they're like, well, what do you want? And I'm like, well, I'd, I'd like to graduate and uh, one day pay off my loans and be happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and And they said, well, isn't that one and the same? And I said, well, why, what do you mean by that? <laughs> So they were like, well, getting through these classes, it, it'll help you achieve your goal of one day paying off loans, one day having a house, one day doing what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Not what you, you don't have to think of these as things that you need to do. You could drop out right now and become get a different job. You can mm-hmm. do you don't have to do anything. The real driving goal behind a goal is that you want to do it. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you find the difference between something that you need to do and something you want to do, it makes that goal way more easy to keep in your head. Mm-hmm. So I didn't need to go to class. I could have dropped out and found another job for mm-hmm. that would take way less school and pay just as well. And I could have done that, but that's not what I wanted to do. Yeah. I wanted to be an engineer because I enjoy engineering. Mm-hmm. So that helped me kind of change my perspective and feel, oh, I'm doing this because this is towards my goal. Yeah. Yeah. I think another thing I wanted to mention, and I think why this subject feels so relevant to the, you know, living at home theme is that it can be really hard. I mean, it's hard for anyone to know what they want, but I think when you're a young person, it can be really hard to know what you want, you know, out of your whole life. And I think for a long time, I had a lot of anxiety about not knowing exactly what I want. And I don't think I have that, you know, figured out now, but I think you can break things down into smaller amounts of time. And yeah, like you said, like you were just sort of, you were focusing on getting through school to have graduated because you knew that was going to put you, achieving that goal would put you on a path to these other things that you want down the road Mm -hmm. in your life. But I think that, yeah, taking time to A, practice setting goals and really figure out some of the things that are important to you and that you want to achieve. If you're living at home, now's a really good time to do that because perhaps you do have more flexibility in your life. And yeah, you can think about, you have a moment to think about where you want to go next. Mm -hmm. Another tip that I have is I think the whole new one of the problems with like a new year's resolution is oftentimes we will set a new year's resolution and there's not a lot of accountability for ourselves and that's part of why we aren't necessarily able to achieve those things so i really recommend finding a time or times throughout the year to check in with yourself about those goals and maybe even reevaluate so for me my birthday is midway through the year so that Mm -hmm. kind of becomes a time to Reflect. Think about, yeah, reflect. Although I think sometimes that can create some pressure. Like I was having an angsty moment a few weeks ago and I was like, I should just, I've got to write down everything I want to do before I turn 24 because time's going so fast. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I think that's, it's good to check in with yourself. And also, yeah, I think for me in the past, in the past couple of years, I would maybe set a goal and then, you know, because just, the nature of life and like where I am in life, things are constantly changing and 
you know, my values change. And I think it's also helpful to reevaluate goals and whether or not they're still important to you because that either frees up more time and space for you or it reignites your passion. Mm -hmm. So I'll give an example from my own life where I set like a financial goal for myself where I wanted to save X amount of money. And then I was like, oh, no, if I achieve that, I'm going to just save even more and I'm going to like aim really high. And then I sort of had a realization where because I, you know, because I live at home and because of the privilege that I have, I really don't have many expenses. That's one of the reasons why I'm living at home. Mm -hmm. And for a number of reasons, my values really shifted this year. And I realized that hoarding money beyond what I really quote unquote need, which there's no real way to know what you actually need in my case, but that's not what my value is. Like I value like redistributing wealth or like being more like generous of spirit and like sharing the abundance that I have. So instead of, but there was a part of me that was like, well, am I just not, did I fail at this goal? And I realized that it's okay to like, it's okay to let go of a goal if it doesn't feel in alignment with your values anymore. And so I think that's, yeah, an added benefit of setting, setting times to check in with yourself about the goals that you've set. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2020 has been such a year that it's been hard yeah. <laughs> to set long-term goals, I think. Like, it's, yeah. uh, I, I just want to get by one week at a time, I, honestly, in 2020. Just want to make it out to the other end and uh, hope for a better 2021. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a, yeah, that's a really good point where if this year has taught us anything, it's taught us that there is so much outside of your control. And so yeah. <laughs> sometimes you could work really hard at something and be really determined, but it's just not going to happen. And that's okay. And it's not, you, you aren't bad. <laughs> it's not like a failing on your part. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's why it's important to pick goals. You, I think you can have some, like you said earlier, reach goals, but I think it's good to pick goals that are realistic and things that you have control over, like instead of saying, I don't know, I don't know, because you could you could be in a lot of different situations and say, like, I'm going to meditate three times a week, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's something that you have control over versus like, I'm going to achieve spiritual enlightenment, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, often having to do with my goals and my resolutions up until now have been like, I'm going to work out more. But then the years come. It's either school or COVID. Mm-hmm. I, I always feel like, oh, it's kind of out of my control. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, yes, things are out of your control. But I feel like you have to do your due diligence to see if they can be in your control. Mm-hmm. So for me, I lost access to gyms and I was like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> what am I going to do now? And uh, it took me several months, but I have found a, a workout routine that I can do at home. That I might even continue once gyms open back up and it's mm-hmm. I feel comfortable enough to go back to them. Yeah. Yeah, reevaluating your goals and maybe seeing if like maybe you're not where you're at or where you want to be at. Instead of just saying, well, chalk it, maybe you can see like reevaluate, am I doing what I can be doing to get to that goal? Because mm-hmm. maybe it, it it does still align with your values very much, but up until that point, you haven't really been thinking like, am I doing everything I can do to achieve that goal? Yeah. And I think, yeah, also just have to be realistic about it. Like if you're going from, if you're in a period of your life where you're not working out at all, and then you're like, I'm going to work out seven days a week, 
maybe you will for the first seven days, but I think you have to be kind of gentle with yourself and also realistic and kind of meet yourself where you are in that moment. Mm-hmm. And you can work up to things, you know, and every, you know, every day's a new day, every month's a new month. You don't have to wait a whole year to start over. And I think, yeah, I used to get, I feel like I still have, I have periods as I'm becoming more disciplined. I'm still in a cycle of periods of time where I'm really taking a lot of action to achieve my goals. And I feel like my actions are in alignment with my values and the way I want to live. Mm-hmm. And then, I'll, you know, I'll have periods when I'm really, I'm really in it. And then I still have periods where I, I fall out of it. But I think as I've gotten older and felt like I've developed more discipline, I've realized that you can always just, you can always make your way back to taking the actions that you want to be taking. And everyone has this ongoing, everyone has that ongoing struggle. And I feel like for a while I was really into like some level of like positivity, social media people, positivity, you know, achieve your goals, social media people. And I felt like, wow, I'm nothing like these super You mean words <laughs> over an inspirational background? No, 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 no. I mean, people who are like, People who I'm thinking one person in particular. I'm not going to say who she is because I'm like people that are actually going out and doing it. People who are going out and doing it, and they're like, "And if you pay me eight thousand dollars, <laughs> I'll show you how to achieve your goals. Like I'll give you the secrets that I've learned through years of you know reading self help books or whatever. And you know those are people who portray themselves as every day I'm living this. I'm you know, living this to ideal the max. Life. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Those people cry Which, themselves to sleep too sometimes. <laughs> right. And it's not true. No, you know, that's not really the human experience. Like we all have bad days. We all have bad periods of time. We just have periods of time where we just like don't feel like doing that. We want rest. And so I don't think I'll ever not be in that cycle of oscillating between really my actions, like aligning with the things I want to be doing to achieve my goals. And then like having periods of time where I'm not doing that. But I think the periods of time where I'm not doing it are getting like shorter, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's Does not about sense? if you fall down. It's about how you get back up. <laughs> That's right, Joshy boy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I love just saying cliches. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, um, but sometimes y- you just set me up too well for them. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, you gotta crack s- some eggs to make an omelet, right? Um, I think it's also important to look at, the amount of goals you have because it's mm. really easy to get overwhelmed and have a, a bunch, even if you have a bunch of easier to achieve goals, you, <laughs> when you make this big list at the beginning, you might not realize, oh, this goal might interfere with this goal and this goal might cause take a bit longer than I expected because some things are out of your control. So it's very important to kind of part down goals if you feel like you're overwhelmed like i don't think goals should cause you more anxiety yeah i think yeah prioritizing like this goal your goals yeah this goal's what i can achieve right now maybe it's i think it's fine to put something on a back burner but i i think you also have to be careful with i'm not sure about you but oftentimes i like having one goal that i can like really apply myself to but oftentimes i find that other goals that I've had in the past or other goals that I could form get pushed off to the side. Like at school, my goal was to graduate, mm-hmm. which pushed off my goals of social time and trying to experiment with new friendships and stuff like that. So 
it it's very easy to if you have too few goals to almost become obsessed with one goal. I wouldn't say obsessed, but it can cause a tunnel vision. Yeah. Yeah, I think I feel like a lot of my goals are not I, yeah, I do think your goals are more concrete than mine in a lot of ways. Just I think because of the nature of our interests and the way our ways our brains work, but yeah, I do agree that you don't have to everything you want to achieve, you don't have to be giving all of those things, you know, you're all, all at once. One thing I like about the passion planner, you know, not to plug that again, but I will. Mm-hmm. There, there's like, they, they encourage you, encourages you to think about like what you want to do in a year, what you want to do in three years, what you want to do in five years. Okay. And I'm sure what I want to do in three years and five years is going to change, but kind of helps you think, okay, like, cause maybe you have a three-year goal that you don't need to spend all of your time focusing on it. Maybe you do, but you can still kind of, if not, be taking direct action to achieve that goal. Just like keep it in mind for, you know, decisions that you're making, et cetera. But I do think prioritizing is good because, yeah, you should still enjoy your life and rest, things like that. Maybe that's one of your goals, rest more. One of my goals is definitely to get an appropriate amount of sleep every night because I, I love have that for not you. been. Yeah, I think that'd be really good for you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah um goals yeah so i think for the for the next episode josh if you feel comfortable i think you and i should like for real like do our new year's resolutions you know okay work on that and then share the ones we feel comfortable sharing and talk about how we're going to do those things yeah i think that's That's a a real life example i think that'd be fun i started thinking about mine today i was like oh i haven't even haven't thought about that but i think that'd be really cool to work on I've got more of a pinky in the brain style of thinking. What are we going to do mm-hmm. this year? The same thing we do every year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, isn't it crazy that on January 1st, 2021, the world's going to go back to normal? Isn't it crazy that I've had the same goal for like six years? <laughs> oh, the college one? No. Or a different one? <laughs> Maybe next episode you'll have to stick in to find out. Yeah, I want to hear what your goals are. Yeah, maybe send us some of your ideas for goals. Yes, please email us at livingathomepodcast at gmail.com or you could slide into our DMs on Instagram, livingathomepodcast. We would love to hear your goals. Maybe we'll share some on the show. How cool would that be? Anonymously, if you wish. And actually, no, we will do them anonymously even if you don't wish. (laughs) Yeah, I think this, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. This year has been whatever, you know, but taught me taught me you gotta just accept you gotta take you gotta take what's coming you know you know what i'm saying you gotta roll with the punches that's right homie okay well until next time i've been josh and i have been kira and we are still living at home bye bye That's the real meaning of Christmas.